guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. As I'm studying about the children of Israel this week, I, and, and I'm seeing that I am probably more like them than I want to admit, I think we all do, um, one of the things I've noticed is that the children of Israel equals short-term memory loss because it seems like all of a sudden it's like the Lord is taking care of them, like, yes, this is awesome, God is good, and then all of a sudden they start complaining, and then God takes care of them, and like, yes, God is good, and then all of a sudden they're like complaining, and there's this ending cycle of just murmuring and complaining. You go to chapter 17, verse 1, and it says, And all the congregation of the children of Israel journeyed from the wilderness of sin. Uh, after their journeys, according to the commandments of the Lord, pitched their tents in Rephidim, and there was no water for the people to drink. Now, you'd think that the people would be like, awesome, God's taken care of us before, he's going to do it again, God is good. Verse 2, wherefore the people did chide with Moses. Chide means they complained to or started fighting with him and said, give us water that we may drink. And Moses said unto them, why chide ye with me? Wherefore do ye tempt the Lord? Or the footnote says, uh, why do you put the Lord to the test right here? It's like, look, he's done this before. This is, the Lord shouldn't be have to be put to test here. It's not God being tested. This is us being tested. And the people thirsted there for water and the people murmured again. Moses and said, Wherefore is this that thou hast brought us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst? Moses, I think, exercised some incredible restraint. Verse 4, Moses cried on the Lord, saying, What shall I do unto this people? They be almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said unto Moses, Go on before the people and take with thee the elders of Israel and thy rod. Wherefore thou smotest the river Take in thine hand and go. Behold, I will stand before thee upon the rock of Horeb. Thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. And he called the name of the place Massah, or Meribah, because the chiding of the children of Israel, because they tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? That's a significant statement here. It totally reminds me of an experience from church history where the children of Israel, I mean, I mean, the Lord's chosen people back in the day were going for Zion's camp. Okay, and Zion's camp, they were going to be able to help liberate the children of Israel, meaning Zion, out of the land of Jackson County, Missouri. And during the way, they had struggles. We look back and we see the way the Lord has blessed us. What that should do, what that should do for us is remind us that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he did it then, and he can do it for us as long as we exercise that faith and we act in faith and we don't act in doubt. But we constantly see the children of Israel focusing on the doubts and focusing on the negativities. Like I said earlier this week, you know, you scroll social media and you often will see people referring back, you know, to difficult things and they're just like, God doesn't help us anymore. And so we see that all the time, which that can get really exhausting. I know for me, that would get so tiring. You go back into the story in chapter 17, you got verse eight where it says, and Amalek came and fought with Israel. So you got enemies coming in and fighting. Moses said unto Joshua, choose us out men. We'll talk more about Joshua here soon. Don't worry. Go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. And Joshua did as Moses said unto him, fought with Amalek. Moses and Aaron and her went up to the top of the hill. So you got Moses, 
Aaron, his brother, and then Hur. So on top of this mountain, you got Moses there, you've got Aaron, his brother, and then you've got a guy named Hur who was there to help Moses. And it came to pass that when Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. When he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Moses' hands were heavy. They took a stone, put it under him, and sat thereon, and Aaron and her stayed up his hands. Or the footnote said they supported him. The one on the one side and the one on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. And Joshua discomfited Amalek or was able to weaken or disable them and his people with the edge of the sword. So as long as someone was there to help sustain the prophet, the prophet is able to do some amazing things and Israel is able to prevail. Gosh, I wish there was a gospel principle there for us, right? You know, it's interesting when you talk about sustaining the prophet. I mentioned this in a previous episode last year when we were talking about section 26 of the Doctrine and Covenants, which talks about common consent. That sustain pedal on a piano is fantastic because if you're going to sit there and just hold a note the entire time, it's going to get exhausting. You're just going to be like, okay, I'm still holding this note. It's very difficult. And so that sustain pedal allows allows you when you are tired to be able to do things that you need to be able to do so it's not so exhausting playing the piano the entire time the sustain pedal allows you to back off a little bit when things get difficult so this last weekend during conference we got an opportunity to sustain the prophet to support to uphold to be able to say that we are willing to do what he would have us do and oftentimes that is very difficult to do. When the prophet asks us to do something that might be difficult, we remember that opportunity to sustain. And I remember that I sustain a prophet and it enables me to be able to function. And so I, I just, I love the whole idea of sustaining. And it really is a powerful thing. If you've ever been sustained to a calling, you know, and someone says, so-and-so has been called to this, please show by the uplifted hand if you're willing to sustain them. And all of a sudden you see every hand go up. That's encouraging and that's empowering to be able to to do that, to know that you're able to do that by the sustaining hand of the people. And so I love this message, how one of the ways to get the children of Israel to stop murmuring is to remember to sustain. And if you've sustained, remember that, that's going to help you so you don't murmur as much when things get difficult. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.